0: Folks, welcome to the Japanese. My name is Andy. I'm here with Bill and Matt. Hi. Yo. And this is not our normal intro because we are here to talk about something abnormal. Something different than what we have normally talked about in the past. Although we've done an episode about this exact thing in the past, so it's not completely abnormal.
1: In fact, it's so different and abnormal that most people are up in arms about it.
0: Well, we'll talk about that when we get there. If I know the internet, the internet's going to be mad about everything. Yes. In unison,
2: even. (laughs) We've been to the internet. We know things. We have. We
0: reside on the internet. No, Matt, tell us what we're talking about. This little bonus thing. We're talking about
1: the recently released trailer for Trigun Stampede. This is the second trailer for Trigun Stampede that has been released. Will it be the last one? Who knows? But there's plenty of juicy juicy things. (laughs) to talk about.
2: Doofy. <laughs> you
0: paused when you said release and I was like, oh god, we're going back to that pre-recording conversation again. Well, It's a, it's a
2: doofy release. I
1: think to be mm. having a problem with my tongue. <laughs>
0: yes, it is the second trailer for Trigun Stampede. The series come out next year, correct? In January. Holy fuck, that's actually not that far away. Yep. Damn, damn, damn. Alright, well, what a birthday surprise for me. That is exciting. So, Yeah, Matt has. It must be my birthday. (laughs) Matt has taken some notes on Trigun Stampede and Bill and I are going to react to things also in the trailer. Matt has watched this. I think he said like 10 times. Bill, it's not a video podcast. Uh, (laughs) I'm reacting. (laughs) I have watched it twice now and I've watched it at least more closely the second time. So I'm ready to go. Bill, are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Matt, are you ready to go? I'm ready. Take us through. Taking us through it. Okay. The trailer begins with Vash in
1: profile, asking somebody if they've ever heard of Millions Knives. And while he's doing this, we're shown visuals of a figure walking across the desert towards something. And Never heard of him, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we see those weird four-winged bird things from the previous trailer. Oh,
0: yeah. Those things are cool. They Okay. So uh, one of the things I noticed, I think we talked about it last trailer a little bit, is that they're definitely taking some, making some changes to the wildlife of this planet a little bit. Like there's yeah. a later scene that I won't get into too much now, of the Thomases. We get to see the Thomases for the first time, I think.
2: Yeah, they're they're expanding it a little bit, and I I like that. I don't have a problem with expanding on the weird wildlife of Gunsmoke. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah. Yeah, it always seemed a little limited in
1: the original versions. I would agree with that. Anyway, we see the a huge nearby moon, and Vash says that Knives is in the third city of July. And I want to point out that the initial image of the figure walking across the desert appears to be walking towards some ruins because they look all wrecked up. But in the next clip, the birds are flying towards, like, something that looks like Seattle or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're going to go see a grunge show.
1: Got the Space Needle or something. And we're to assume that's July. So I'm wondering what the wreckage that the figure is heading to before that is. June?
0: No! June, May, April, March. We do know most of those cities.
2: Yeah. Well, they do actually say, like, yeah, he's wrecked three of the cities, so.
0: Okay, so can we take a second? And I, I want to I open up debate right here. Before we go any further.
2: Okay. So when
0: he says, Have you heard of Millions Knives? And we get some of the some of the early imagery and, and things you've been discussing. I was under the impression that this was a prequel based off of the last trailer. That uh,
2: was my impression also.
0: I am under the impression on this trailer that it's just a retelling of Trigun. And that has excited me a lot less.
2: Agreed. On both counts. Hmm. Okay.
0: I've seen the story of Trigun already. I haven't read the manga. I know the manga is supposed to be very good, but I already know the story. I don't want to relive the story. I wanted a new story. <laughs> Open it up to Matt to defend it here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, this is most likely just going to be another version of things. Maybe we're headed
0: towards the Trigun multiverse. Oh, there you go. Okay, I'd be okay with that. If, if we can make this a multiverse, make everything a multiverse.
2: Yeah, right. Everything is a multiverse.
1: Oh, shit, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there are going to be enough things that are different to make it worthwhile from things I've
0: yeah, noticed in this trailer. One thing in particular, but I'll wait till we get there.
1: Okay, coolness. We see Knives again, we're assuming. Yes, he's inside some sort of temple. Or something. Shrine of the Silver Monkey.
0: It's the Shrine of the Silver Monkey because it is kind of silver. Uh, but it is Knives because at the end of the trailer it's the same guy with the weird shroud on.
1: Right, okay. Okay, yes, definitely.
0: Yeah, and you
2: can kind of see his outfit a little bit. It appears to be the same one. Yeah,
1: he's uh, he's got a weird suit with a big old bubble head. He's standing in front of some, I think, statues of some sort. And it looks like organ pipes or something. So, don't know where he is exactly, but it's an interesting looking place. So, Vash is apparently heading to July to find Knives. Yep, seems like it. Which, in the original story, was before the story actually began. Correct.
0: So maybe we'll get some of that stuff filled in that we didn't get before.
1: Yes. Do you think it'll end the same way with the city being blown away?
0: Probably. I. If it doesn't, it, it, I think that's a pivotal part of the story. Yes. It, the city has to get destroyed.
1: Yeah, that is what gives Vash his moniker of the Humanoid Typhoon in the first place. And it would be.
0: It would be nice. I would say it would be nice to see that fully played out.
1: There's a fanfare. Fanfare is that the right term for this music? That's and we see a bird-like insect or insect-like bird. Is it a bird-like insect or an insect-like bird? I guess it doesn't really matter. It's watching a car traveling across the desert, and the car is pulling another smaller car or something. It's so far away, we can't tell exactly what we're looking at. And we see Vash. He's tied with a rope and being dragged across the desert by two people, and his voiceover says, I don't want to fight. If possible, they were kind to me. And we get a brief glimpse of the two people, and one is clearly Meryl Strife with a cute ass hat with a cute ass hat I love that hat she's with a man with a who has a beard and a mustache okay this is the part where I'm upset ah, ah you you want her to be traveling with a certain lady of impressive height you mean my favorite character from the anime yeah I
0: would
2: <laughs> potentially my favorite character too one of my favorite characters and they
0: replaced her with I and mean, it's typical hollywood just replacing with a more famous actor <laughs> <Her> <laughs>
1: That's true. Now, of course, there's theories out there that perhaps she'll come in later. Maybe this is just a trailer for, like, the first core of the show. Maybe. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah, there's there's possibilities she might still show up.
2: And I know we all hope she does. Yes. I mean, that's going to delete one of the best parts of the storyline, for sure, if she's not there.
0: Yeah, for sure, I agree. Yeah. Her relationship with Wolfwood was one of my favorite parts. Yeah.
1: Indeed. The next image we're shown is of Meryl and Mustache Guy and Vash standing in front of a wanted poster for Brilliant Dynamite's Neon. Oh, I didn't catch the BDM poster. I had to take a screenshot and turn the brightness and the contrast way up to make it out, but it was definitely Brilliant Dynamite's Neon.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's nifty. Oh yeah. I'm, I got I to gotta pull up right now. You can see the design of him. His hat. Yep.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. You can see the, his dynamos on either side. That's cool. Of him. Nice Easter egg, sure. Hopefully, it's more than just a reference because that's a character that I think would be impressive in this form of animation.
2: He would shine like the furnaces. Oh, yeah. I mean, that certainly makes sense. That would be a place to use him. Yep. Vash says that because
1: they were kind to him, he wants to help them. Whereas I'm going to assume he's talking about Merrill and. Uh, a new guy, Roberto De Niro.
0: Yeah, Robert, Robert fucking De Niro.
1: Roberto De Niro, his Italian brother. I hate it.
0: <laughs> I I tend to agree. I already hate this guy. I'm sure he'll be endearing and I'll like him, but I already hate him just because he's not Millie. Uh, there's no reason his name can't be Roberto De Niro. <laughs> I mean, that's what it says. It's Robert. It's Robert De Niro.
1: It's just overly familiar, so we're like, oh no, I don't know
2: how I feel about that. I know how I feel about it. It's not. It's not Millie. Dumb. It's like when you're playing D&D and somebody's like, I'm Paragorn the Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: uh, as uh, as Vash is saying, that's why I want to help them on the screen. We see Vash and his name and his voice actor, Yoshitsugu Matsuoka, who uh, plays Inosuke on Demon Slayer. All right. All right. Those bits of information are displayed.
0: Is this our first reveal of the Japanese voice cast, or no? No. No, it okay. is not. I didn't think so. We probably
1: mentioned it last time. I think we did, yeah. Then we get a clip of Merrill and Roberto driving the car, and Meryl says, here's a big difference, that it was her dream to become a reporter. Yes. That's news to me.
0: <laughs> well, you know, sometimes your dream doesn't work out, and then you have to just, like, take a corporate job.
2: Work on insurance.
0: <laughs> right <laughs> work work insurance what when you when,
1: when you meet your after you meet your heterosexual life partner and you become insurance agents yes
2: wasn't that the plot of the Incredibles <laughs> he couldn't do his dream so he had to go work in insurance
0: yeah you yeah yep yep it's true yep <laughs> so, this is ripping off. So, this is just the Incredibles. Right. Is what you're saying. It's, it's trying a stampede. It's just that. Yes,
1: I'm sure it is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's exactly what it is. Just making sure. <laughs> she says she won't let any unreasonableness stop her from doing that. I'm suddenly wondering if there's a Japanese word that actually means unreasonableness. I mean, probably. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) then we see Meryl get hit in the face with an issue of Norman's Land, broadcast magazine, a periodical for everyone, it says. Yeah, it looks a little porny. Yeah, there's a sexy cowgirl on the cover. (laughs) And the part that hits her in the face is an article on Vash saying, This is the humanoid typhoon with a description. Again, it's... Making me wonder how the story is set up since he wasn't known as a humanoid typhoon until after the July incident originally. Which again,
0: I'd, we could be getting that from any part in the story.
2: Yeah, he he certainly could have already done, this could be from episode three or four or something.
0: Yeah, I'm, th- I'm thinking, I think we get more chronological told. We get like their backstory as kids, we get the the July incident, and then we get kind of like a similar first episode. Like we got like an episode one will be like episode three or four or five. Yeah. We'll see. I'm interested. This is
1: one of the things that makes me more interested in it than I was before, unlike other people. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Next shot is Roberto and Meryl running towards the camera, and I notice that uh, Roberto has something stuck to his back. Kind of looks like a mechanical spider. And Merrill has a camera, which she flashes in our face. Yes, she does. Because she's a perky reporter. And Meryl's name is displayed along with her voice actor, Sakura Ando, and this is her first major anime role. She had bit parts in a few shows before this, but this is her first big meaty role. So I hope she does well. I think we all want the same person to come back for the English dub, don't we? Absolutely we do. Roberto has a line where he says, it's eat or be eaten. This planet is a harsh place. And we're shown a visual of him tossing Meryl behind him into like an alleyway or something. Then he shows his ID to someone. Then we see him smoking a cigarette next to Vash, who's carrying his usual giant duffel bag. Come to think of it, we never knew what he carried in that thing in the previous incarnations of Trigon. Sandwiches. (laughs) Ammunition. (laughs) It'd be either way. Sandwiches and ammunition. That's a good band name. Robert De Niro says, we're just reporters. We don't know who he's saying it to. Roberto De Niro's voice actor is Kenji Matsuda who is known for common writer Hibiki. The next scene we're shown is what I'm assuming is their very first meeting, because we see Vash hanging by his heels between two corpses uh-huh. as Meryl and Roberto are approaching him. I'm assuming the earlier scene we saw of them dragging him by a rope is the same rope he's hanging from here. I would guess so. That makes sense. Vash says, I'm so lucky to meet such a nice person by chance, clearly utilizing his typical goofball facade. While tied up, he hops towards Marilyn Roberto, and Meryl typically
2: calls him a weirdo. Yep, acting like a doofus because that's how he, how he do. She still seems like seems like Meryl to me.
0: Yeah, I think they've, for the most part, at least by the trailer, they've they've kept the character pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah. So
1: it could have been worse. And the only thing that's really different about her outfit in this one is that she's wearing shorts.
0: Who wears short shorts? And a hat,
2: and a hat. Yes, a hat. Yeah, in the hat, the weird yeah. beret thing. I'm going to say it right now, she looks good.
0: I like the look. I like the it makes look. makes her look a
2: little younger. Yeah, it does. It definitely makes her look
1: younger. And I think the next voiceover we hear is also Roberto De Niro saying, Humanoid Typhoon, I've heard it always brings disasters.
0: And then we get, I think, a re- not a rehash, but like a redone scene from the original anime where he was in an establishment and then they recognized him. And then all the people who are working or sitting in the establishment all turn their guns on him, <laughs> and he's just kind of yeah. like, "Uh, yeah." So like, I remember that yeah. scene from the anime.
1: Yeah, while while the <laughs> while the character is saying that, we are shown them sitting in a saloon at a table. And then we see a Vash wanted poster, a close up of Vash, and then Vash falls on top of Marilyn Robert for some reason. And then they show a clip of them back in the saloon with guns pointed at them. Yep, and then. Meryl and Roberto are walking away from Vass. Looks like he may have suggested something they disagreed with. I don't know. It's interesting, I think. I'm tearing apart, in my mind, all these scenes. That's fair. <laughs> but here's the part everybody's been waiting for. Yeah! A mysterious voice says, I'm no priest, just an undertaker. And it's Wolfwood! He's crossing the desert with the familiar cross at his back. And Wolfwood says, It doesn't matter how heavy your cross is to bear, you can still smile. Totally advice, totally advice he would give to Vash. Wolfwood's voiced by Yoshimasa Hosoya, who's best known probably as Reiner on Attack on Titan. And here we go. Instead of a cigarette in his mouth, Wolfwood has a lollipop. Cue fan outrage. Wait, what? No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. You're making shit up. Nope, nope. Wolfwood has a lollipop. Oh, shit. That is a lollipop. He
0: has a fucking lollipop in his mouth. He's trying to quit. You know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. The 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 most the more the more times we can get cigarettes out of our media. I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah. Yes. Although we although earlier we did see Roberto, Roberto De Niro smoking one.
0: Yeah, but maybe he'll probably get shot in the head and killed so we can get or or he's
2: millions. a secret maybe bad guy. Maybe he Oh. Whoa. Ooh. He's bad cuz he smokes he, cigarettes. He I mean that wouldn't be out. That's just like how Marvel like you know if somebody's not using an iPhone they're a bad guy. Oh, <sighs> fair. Uh, (laughs) You know?
1: Those are noises. (laughs) These are noises. I was suddenly thinking that Roberto De Niro kind of looked like the head of the Eye of Michael chapel from the uh, manga. But eh, not too terribly close, as a matter of fact. So, dead end on that. Uh, then uh, not enough. that we can totally trust uh, these new designs, really. So, could still be, could still be a weird, a weird reworking of him keeping tabs
0: on Vash for knives. Matt. Yeah. Ready, steady, roll! Two exclamation points. Ready, steady, roll! I kind of like that. <laughs> I don't, but anyway. <laughs> well, let's just
1: get rolling, Wolfwood. I think. I think Wolfwood let's says get rolling. That. Yes. And we see. Vash screaming and flailing through a town while everybody shoots at him, you know, as Vash do.
0: It reminds me of that scene where with one of my favorite things of the entire anime, when he's running from that whole yep. group of people through the town and then he crashes through the woman's room and she's like, Sure is busy today. <laughs> I I have to say I'll the wait. the camera work,
1: quote unquote, in this is pretty excellent it's constant it's a wild camera constantly moving constantly shifting following vash At first it's in front of him that's to the side swirling whirling all around
2: i think this probably took a little extra time for the animators to put together i suppose that's one of the one of the good things about cgi it was probably easier to do it in cgi than it would have been to animate it yeah yeah yes I think it's like, why Futurama used it for the spaceships and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense to me.
1: Meryl says, but he looks outrageously weak! And we get the thing we've been waiting for, Thomas's. We assume they're Thomas's, any, at least.
0: Two things about Thomas's I notice here. Number one, they are very much more... They, they've they played up the bird aspects of it quite a bit more. Second thing that I notice, which is I think is kind of interesting... The, the, the face mask that it's wearing denotes to me that these are not birds that are not creatures that were originally meant to live in this, this environment. Because they're quick and they're fast, but they have to put this sand mask on their faces in order to be able to see. So you can tell they're not indigenous to this place and they haven't adapted to living in this sort of completely post-apocalyptic type world.
2: That's a good thought were they indigenous to that world when in the original or were they just some weird genetic experiment that came off of the seed ships by all accounts they're a natural creature living there. I suppose it's also possible. They moved them from, from their indigenous areas to the desert or maybe the seed ship wrecked the environment. Uh huh. That's also possible too. But yes, I, I, I did clock that. I like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, Vash is
1: riding a Thomas, he's being chased by a couple of vehicles, and then one fires a harpoon or something at him that smashes a rock to smithereens, and Vash barely dodges it. Next, we see Vash and some old, sciencey looking dude. We know who
0: that is!
1: Do we? Yeah, well... I mean, we're assuming, folks, as you are, I'm sure, that it is Dr. Nebraska. Yeah, that was my assumption, yes. Dr.
0: Nebraska. That is 100% Dr. Nebraska. I will I will eat this cloak <laughs> if it is not Doctor Nebraska.
1: Probably is, but I think we'd be better off not taking things for granted until we actually
2: see the show. No, it's this the we're gonna take it for granted. It's, it's Nebraska. It's he's definitely in the role of Doctor Nebraska. Yeah, even if it's Doctor Oklahoma or something. <laughs> and here we
1: here we clearly see that both of them have a robot spider thing on their back.
2: Yeah, that's a good catch. Yeah, I don't know if they're, like, environmental suits for them. Kind of like the Thomas' have the masks, or... Spider. Yeah, like, like they're spider backpacks like Zim has. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> uh, yes.
1: I have a, I have a weird theory that I'll bring up in a little bit. They almost get run over by wheel. They almost get run over by a wheel. And I did some strategic quick pausing here, and I saw that inside this rolling wheel is a person in a spiked cage. Could it be the gung ho gun
0: E.G. Mine, perhaps? That's kind of my assumption. Yeah. Wasn't? Correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm probably wrong. Wasn't E.G. Mine not in the manga? He was very briefly. Oh, he was even okay. briefer
1: than in the anime.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, I see him now. I just, I just got the paused up, but that's that is more than likely Ichi Mine. Yeah. Just some
1: some version. I'm inter- again. Another thing that makes me more, makes makes me more interested, much more interested than I was at the previous trailer. Vash screams, somebody help me.
0: And he's over dramatic, so I'm thinking this is more a comedy moment. He is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking it it might be. Well, because the real Vash in
2: reality isn't doesn't need anybody's help.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Uh then we see Okay, I'll just call him Dr. Nebraska. Thank you. We we'll see Dr. Nebraska stand Doctor maybe Nebraska Doctor Nebraska, <laughs> Shut up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we see Dr. Nebraska standing next to a tank with a glowing person inside. i mean, assuming it's a plant. Probably. Dr. Nebraska fires an RPG at Vash. He's hiding inside a structure under a huge dish of some sort. It looks like an old-style radar dish.
0: Like, ra- ra- radar-like
1: mash?
2: Yes. No. Yes. RPG like D&D?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: RPG. RPG. Rocket-propelled grenade. Oh. I'm not sure who, but somebody says he's the type that's first to die. Did you guys catch No, I didn't catch that. that Yeah, I saw that. I didn't catch who said it. The the voices are still a little too similar at this stage for me to pick out who it might have been.
0: Assuming it was someone we saw already. And then Meryl
1: joins a softball team. We see Meryl in a pitcher's stance hurling a single bullet at Vash and shouting, Vash, son, take this. Vash spins his gun with a serious expression, and then we see the man, the myth, the legend... Legato Blue Summers, yes. From profile, goth
0: as
2: fuck as usual. Saxophone, the gothless of all instruments. No, that's the wrong oh, one. You. That's the wrong one. Oh yeah, I know you're right. That's Mid Valley. You're right. Oh okay. Mid Valley, the sax offender. <laughs> right, you're right, you're right. I, I had a moment. I mean, he hangs out with with Mid Valley, so he's probably got to hear the saxophone once in a while. Just <laughs>
1: Then, who do we see next? Do you know? Do you know? Oh, the kid. The
2: kid, the
0: kid who did the mind control, he's got the thing in the air.
1: Zazie the beast, yes. That's it. It sure looked like him. Now this looks like a cross between the manga Zazi and the Anime Zazi. This character has the inhuman slitted pupils, but also has, as you said, the sonic device stuck to the side of his head. Yes. So it's a definitely it seems to be a combination of the manga and anime versions of the characters.
0: And I'm okay with that. Yeah.
1: That's that's the sort of thing that you should do with this property.
0: I agree. Who's this next guy in the hat?
1: Oh, he's... Let me do a full description. We see a man with a gray mustache and a mask or goggles wearing a brown hat and a brown trench coat. He's holding the hand of a little silver-haired girl, I believe. And they're both standing in the hand of...
0: Gray the Nine Lives? Oh, is that gray? I don't know. It could be. I could buy it. I could buy it. It's a it's a big-ass gray robot. That girl has not slept in months. And you know,
1: she kind of, to me, kind of looks like how Vash and Knives did as little kids, from what we saw in the first trailer of this new series.
0: Okay, yeah. I can buy that.
1: So it would be very interesting if it turns out to be their older sister, Tesla.
2: Good character, bad car. So that, so that's Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, that's Elon Musk holding her hand. The, the, of course the, he's holding a little girl's hand. P- pl- please, please <laughs> buy my daughter. Of course,
1: yeah, daughter. Uh huh. <laughs> now, the, the guy in the trench coat could conceivably be Luanov the puppet master. Oh, that would, yeah, be, okay. okay. Be- uh, which I'm assuming because we've got Gray the Nine Lives there would make kind of make sense. But he could also be from the manga dr conrad aka revenant vasquez in the in the anime he was uh rem's a descendant living in july city and Vash went there and that's when he met knives and they had their confrontation that blew the whole place up if you remember that so i'm so very
0: interested in this image here just so very interested gray the nine lives eyes are fucking freaky Yes, yes.
1: And I can understand how they would have gone the robot route again, but I'm also still kind of hoping that maybe it's also a mechanical suit. Could be. Operated by several dwarves. Could be. Like in the manga. Only if there are seven of them. Nah. <laughs> I don't remember if there were. Oh, wait. No, there were nine of them, it's of course. the
2: Dying Lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Damn it. <laughs> They're not... I don't know why I had to think that. that. <laughs> okay and here's the next interesting shot someone asks who are you scared of and while that is being asked we're shown a visual of what i think could be knives using this show's version of his angel blades on some giant rock they do look like switchblades yeah it's millions sure. of knives and and they and it kind of looked to me like they were sort of in the shape of feathers mm-hmm. yeah which would
0: make sense. I never would have put together Millions of Knives literally ever in this. I just, I just assume anime bullshit. But they're turning to anime bullshit into real stuff. Props. Then we get a clip going back to a previous clip uh, after Vash,
1: Vash was spinning his gun in this earlier clip. And here he completes that and he shoots it upwards at someone or something. We don't see it, but he still has a robot spider thing stuck to his back. Just previously seeing a guy who could be the Puppet Master... Made me think of this. Perhaps this puppet master doesn't create lifelike puppets of people, but turns people into his puppets with these spider things. Okay. Which I have no basis on that, really. Could be theory. It's just an idea I had. Yeah, it's a theory. Yeah. out there. Not the worst theory in the world. Then Wolfwood says, I'm just doing my job, no matter who I'm up against. As the cloth flies off the cross-punisher, and he takes aim with crazy eyes and a smile. Yeah, that was a cool visual. Awesome visual. The cross-punisher is just one of the greatest weapons ever created for anything. Super cool. Can't wait. Then, title, Trigun Stampede. And Knives asking Vash, whose side are you on? Fade to black. That's it. That's the end of the second trailer for Trigun Stampede. Soon we'll be able to see what it all
0: means. Maybe. Someday. Yeah. So is this? Is this going to be like live simulcasted, like Funimation stuff do, or is it going to be all dumped at once?
1: Oh no, it's definitely
0: got to be simulcast. That's the way. That's the only way Crunchyroll does things. That's fair. That's fair for new shows. So, any news yet on a American cast, or are we just going to get stuck with having to read subtitles? Which I know, which I know sounds terrible. Reading bleh. <laughs>
1: Gonna to have to be subtitles for a while.
0: No. Who the fuck reads?
1: Nope. But have you noticed how fast they can get out a dub for these simulcast shows? Probably have it within a week.
2: Yeah. If they're if they're serious about
1: it. We shall see. They got to be serious about it. I mean, this is Trigun after all. Yeah, this is a big deal. Okay, this is a version of Trigun after all. Yeah, this
0: is a very big deal.
1: So, has any of uh what we've gone over changed changed your mind a little bit or anything?
0: Oh, I, I'm still going to watch it. I, I'm definitely interested to see what it is. I'm just... I just feel like the first trailer... It's It feels like a little bit of a bait-and-switch, but like I'm okay with it. I, I, Ultimately, I'll watch it, and I will probably enjoy it. I'm starting to get used to the animation a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Some of it does look very sweet. Some um, look the, sweet.
0: Some does not look as sweet.
1: Uh, the part... That looked the worst to me is when Vash falls out of the sky and lands on Meryl and uh, Roberto. What parts are you thinking of?
0: I just, it for, and I'm not as down on it as Bill usually is with this t- style of animation, but I definitely think that, like, I just am more of a fan of more traditional animation, and even, like... The way that you obviously you don't, you don't you don't hand draw your animation stuff anymore, but like there are ways to make it look like that, and I think a lot of anime does that. And but like this over the top sort of like CGI style can sometimes just be a little I don't know. There's like I think certain things about character design more than anything where it's like like I like Meryl's character design, like her outfit, but also like her face seems off, and like there's just like things about like the CGI that just just I don't know don't work for me a hundred percent. But I'm excited. I'm gonna still watch it and I'm sure we'll talk about it.
2: Absolutely we will. I I'm still not sold. I want I don't wanna be that guy. I don't wanna be this is different and new, so fuck it, but man, <laughs> I do not like that style. I the character designs look fine. Um I mean we consider the design as in the way the character would look, not this not the medium it's in. Yeah. Like, I don't hate the new look sure. for Meryl. Um, I'm not super sold on, like, she's just a reporter with some rando. <laughs> right. But whatever. I don't know. I'm, oh, I don't want to be that guy. I really don't. But, man, I don't like
1: it. Well, hey, a difference of
0: opinion is good. It is true. We know what Matt thinks about all this. Oh, yeah, do you? Try Try it. What? What? Come uh, on. Matt, Matt, who sends a message, says, we're going to record extra long tonight. This is not negotiable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's very excited to talk about this. <laughs> I was. Anyway,
1: that concludes our coverage of the second trailer for our Trigon Stampede. I, Matthew, am much more interested than I was from the first trailer. But now, honestly, I have to go back and watch the first trailer and the new trailer back to back. Probably a dozen times.
0: He's lost his night, folks. This is, this is it. This is what it's going to be. Yep.
1: You are correct. Nothing but
0: dragon all night long. Well, anywho, thanks for listening to this episode of Tuning Japanese, and thank you, Matt, for bringing us uh, this particular topic. If you had not told me that a new trailer was out, I would not have known that it was a new trailer I, out. Yeah, I hadn't so. caught it either. So thank you. It had only been out for a few hours by the time I saw it. Damn, you're running behind. <laughs> I know. Well, thank you so much for hanging out, and I guess we'll see you next
2: time.
1: Until next time, everybody, guess what I've got for you?
0: Kisses!
2: <laughs> Nothing creepy about that at all.
0: Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, TuningJapanese.com, like our Facebook at Facebook.com slash and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. Japanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Patrons also have access to our brand new series, Tuning In, where we watch the first episode of an anime and give you our first impressions. Special thanks to Brian Nash and Superfan Matt.